Okay. Hey, everyone in ER Shred. We are so excited today to have Summer here. Summer, how do you say your last name? I just want to make sure that I say it correctly. Lothridge. Lothridge. It's like a T-H. Uh-huh. Okay. okay, Summer Lofridge is here with me today to answer the five questions. And for those of you who might be watching live, if you're not able to stay on with us the whole time, and but you'd like to get to know Summer a little bit better, then be sure to catch the replay on the U- ER Shred YouTube channel or on the podcast. But I am so excited to be doing these interviews. It's been just a way for us to get to know each other on a more personal level because we all have the ER shred protocol in common, but there are, we're finding out, we're coming to find out that we have so much more in common when it comes to our own personal lives and our value values and the way we see the world. So it's been really fun to get a little more personal with each person that I've been able to do these five questions with. So I'm excited to get to know summer a little bit better. Um, we, Summer, I would love it if you just go ahead and start by introducing yourself. Tell me a little bit about, you know, who you are, where you live, kids, um, even about your personality. I love to hear people describe their personality or what other, how others would describe your personality. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about you. So my name is Summer. Um, I live in Georgia. I can, you will all know my Southern accent. Everybody either makes fun of it or loves it. I love it. Um, <laughs> I've been married for 22 years. Um, this year, we'll celebrate our 23rd. Um, we have three children. I have, um, my daughter is 13. I have a son that is 15 and a son that is 16. So we are super, super busy um, with kids going everywhere. And um, we live on a farm. My husband farms for a living. That is what he does. He rope crops and that's where you combine and sell the grain and stuff like that. So it's not like we do farmer's market top farming. We do have cattle and farms and we also grow pumpkins. So we have a pumpkin patch in the fall. So we are super, super busy people. Oh, that's so <laughs> and, fun. Um, yeah. And I also make shirts. I make candles. Um, and as of you knew, I got called into work today. I'm an occupational therapist also. Wow. And so... You know, we have all yeah. kinds of avenues and, you know, going everywhere. Oh, wow. So, that's and so cool. The people know me as one of the busiest people they know. Yeah. And people know me and my husband for the spirit of hospitality and helping others. Like that's just my heart is to try to be a help to anybody I can. And um, our house is always open for people, kids and everything. <laughs> Mm, that's so great so you raise cattle Uh, this is um well my father-in-law has cattle but we bought our own cattle um just actually a few months ago so it's going to be our first time with cattle Mm -hmm. so um we are doing partly grass-fed and partly um finishing grain-fed just because Mm -hmm. of the market we live in right and so we have a um we had built this small barn that will be like a farmer store type thing that we'll be selling meats and stuff in. Oh, wow. That is so fun. Yeah. Yeah. You, you are very busy, but it's, it sounds fun. (laughs) Sounds, I mean, you seem calm too. Like you're able to handle it all, you know, it's all about knowing how much you can handle. Exactly. And that's what, like most of all this stuff I'm going to say today is, um, all the stuff God has shown me and, 
what this diet has allowed me to be able to do and to see myself differently and to be able to handle all of this more yeah. appropriately. <laughs> well, yeah. Tell me a little bit more about that. I would love to hear as far as like how the protocol has helped you in, in that way, be able to manage everything a little bit better. So I started this protocol last August. So if you think about our farming world, we get super busy. August starts probably harvest season for my husband. And then we have our fall events coming up also in October. So during that time of the year, me and my husband, we do not see each other, period, because he's out harvesting. I'm doing pumpkin stuff. So we're super busy. But I was determined to get my health in check because at that time I was 44. I'll be 45 this year, I believe. And I was just determined when I turned 40 to get healthy and to get my body in check and because I'm not getting any younger. So then I was introduced to the ER protocol, had already been doing isogenics. And so that's when I, I just laid it all down and started in August. And when I made it through our hardest season, feeling better than I had ever felt. And of course I lost the weight also, but I felt better than I'd ever felt. And I didn't mess up, you know, like, that would be my thing when fall hit. That's when I grab whatever I can eat to get through the day because we're so busy. But this kept me grounded. And um, it's like I almost found a new person in myself to be able to clear-minded and um, just able to handle the stress of our busyness. And that's what I felt like this opened me up to. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. The, the, yeah, the diet amazing. can actually have such a profound impact on stress levels. That's one of my biggest thing. I wish everybody understood how important that is and how much it can help you control your emotions and your hormones and all the things that mostly us women, you know, deal with. Yeah. And the diet is like key role in that. Oh my gosh. Thank you for sharing that. That is really amazing to, I really love to highlight that aspect of the protocol because for me, that has been the the biggest um, takeaway for me Um, because I, you know, I was able to lose like the baby weight and all that like years ago. And so weight was never an issue for me, but it was, you know, a lot of the mental health and realizing how important diet, the, the diet role plays in all of that, being able to feel well and manage your stress, manage your emotions, everything like that. So I really, really resonate with that. Well, and also I'd love to know what else you're passionate about. Sounds like you got lots of things that you do, you know, like with making the t-shirts and the candles and things like that, that you do. Are those things that you would say that you're passionate about, or are those just like small little, um, side gig type type business adventure ventures, or what, what are the things are you passionate about or things that you enjoy doing? Well, I feel that what this has done is it's, um, opened me up to realizing and being able to ground myself a little bit better and wanting my life to slow down. So that's what I felt like it cleared my mind to be able to listen to God more and look for his direction more. And so my 
main thing that I am super duper passionate about this season of my life is getting my house organized and my life slowed down a little bit because we're about to hit that busy season. And so that's what I've been doing. And I made a prayer closet. That was one of my main things I wanted to do um, right now. And I actually accomplished that and I couldn't believe it. So I'm super excited about that. I want what to is get that? my family a, a prayer closet, a prayer closet, that place. Cause I have three kids and mm-hmm. I never, I, one of my children, I homeschool. Oh, and so I, I never have this time to where I just have myself. Oh, I, I see. So it's a place that you read and like mm-hmm. get centered and connect to God and all of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love yeah. That. And so that was a one goal. Cause I can't go sit on my couch sometimes in the morning because I have too much going on. And um, then I have a child with me all day, every day. So uh, that was very, I was very passionate about having that done this year. And so I did get that. And so my main goals this year are really to get my family more family centered and um, us to, to communicate better and more And um, because my children are getting older, you know, and I know that I'm losing that time with them, but I feel like um, my health is so important to me because that's what helps me be able to do these things. Mm -hmm. And so um, even my daughter a while back ago, when I was, you know, on maintenance kind of, and I, you know, get off and she looked at me one day because I had forgotten several things and I was a little grouchy. She was like, mom, you really need to get back on your <laughs> diet. Cause my kids do not look at the word diet as a bad thing, but yeah. I've taught them yeah. that the word diet is not a bad thing. Yeah. And so when they tell me that, that's not like they think I need to lose weight, but she knew emotionally and mentally, I need this in my life. And so she was like, mom, please come on. Can you please get on your diet? <laughs> That's awesome that they even recognize how important your diet yeah. is to your mental well-being. Yeah, for sure. And my husband knows it for sure. They, so they are very good at supporting me, um, in this journey, you know, that they try to, you know, make sure that I have what I need to sustain my healthy living. Yes. <laughs> You know, I would love to see a picture of your prayer closet. That sounds so interesting and fun for me because I have, I have a place, I call it my Zen den and I just, Uh you know, it has all the things in there that makes me feel centered and peaceful, you know, like I'm really into crystals and, um, like my sound bowls and just like essential oils and candles and, you know, I do essential oils also. Yeah. I've watched a few of your videos and have seen some of that. So yeah, I'll, um, I'll post some pictures. I would love it. to see that. And I'll that's tag like, you in it. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Cause I think it's so fun to see yeah. where people, I do think it's a, a, an important thing. I think everybody should have a space like that, you know, and like it could even be a closet. Like you said, you know, you can do it. Mm-hmm. You can find a place in your house that can be your very own where you can go be completely alone, get centered, do your meditation, do your prayers, whatever helps you to get in that space of alignment, I think can be beneficial to everybody. So yeah, I love that. Well, now I would love to hear, well, it sounds like you, you already started like, you know, with your vision telling me how kind of what your priorities are right now, getting your family, hopefully to be more um, connected with one another as they're going into their teen years. And I would love to dive a little deeper in uh, the whole visualization of what you're hoping to create within the next five to 10 years. 
Um, because, you know, I think that that's where it all starts. Once we start to have that vision, then that's when we are really able to manifest the things that we ultimately want. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about yeah. what your, what your future looks like. Yeah. Well, so it goes along with getting everything. Cause I think uh, for a house to run peacefully, you know, there has to be order to it. And, and we don't function like I've not been that person who's been a very organized person, you know, and keep my house. You can't always walk in my house and it be perfect, you know, and I'm not looking for perfection, but, um, that is my goal in the next five to 10 years, which that's not that my house will be organized in 10 years. That will happen this year. But I'm yeah. saying that I will have my house and my home peaceful, which means clean, organized, fully functioning like that. And that um, my children, because, you know, they'll be, you know, partially grown by then. And I just, my biggest thing I think is why I've gotten so focused on that is because I want to be able to nurture those relationships as they become older teenagers and adults. And so um, I'm just really um, focused on that right now. And that would be my goal is that um, we and me and my husband um, and my children just have a relationship that we want to be around each other and that we want to spend time together. And as they grow older, that we keep these connections that we are making now and that they're happy and healthy. You know, that's my biggest thing is I just want everything to be happy and healthy. And um, that includes our bodies. And so um, I feel like that's why I'm so passionate about that right now. And it's probably because my children are growing up and I want this to be a healthy, happy experience, not drama or anything like that. Yes. And, you know, I definitely can agree on getting your house in order and decluttering, which I feel like is one of those things that does spill over from the protocol. We see how, how amazing it is to simplify our diet and how simplifying in general can have a huge benefit in, in our life in so many different areas. And that's one thing that we are really, really focusing on as well. Sean and I together, we are, focusing on eliminating so much of the excess things that we own homes and boats and all kinds of things that we thought were what we wanted, you know, when we're straight, mm-hmm. you know, reaching these goals when we we're younger and like, we want to have all the money and all the nice things. And then now we have it. And we're like, this is stressful. <laughs> I don't want all these things. <laughs> Let's just breathe. <laughs> yeah. So we're like trying to yeah. get, you know, sell things. And now we realize like that wasn't but what happiness that's really not what may makes us happy and we're just like we just want a simple life of course we still enjoy our comfortable lifestyle but we just really want to simplify and declutter get rid of a lot of the things that we thought were so important to have but also to to the your point um when it comes to the teenagers i wanted to talk a minute about that because you know i i think many of us you know, we talk about the teen years as dreadful and we kind of are, you know, this just kind of like a joke in a way, but it also can, I think, impact the way we go into it, go into that season of life. The way you experience it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If we have that mentality of like, oh, we're going to have to just suffer through these next five years. Well, you know, it, it would be good if we could shift our mindset around that and hopefully have a better, um, more loving, attitude going into it well you know it's like I always feel I hate it when I hear people saying 
oh my gosh, the teenage years, oh my gosh, you know, how horrible it is. And I'm like, well, if that's what you're expecting to experience, that's probably what you're going to experience. Yeah. And so I feel like I'm actually enjoying, I mean, I have a 16, 15 and 13, so we're pretty much in the teenage years. Yeah. And I enjoy being with my children because I expect to enjoy to be around my children and that's my desire. And so that's what you have to nourish and, and that's what you'll have, you know, I agree. Like It doesn't have to be that. And that's why, that's why we have slowed down so much. And, you know, my husband, he's only super duper busy those few months out of the year. And then he's home, Mm -hmm. you know, from farming. And so, um, that's something we can't slow down right now. So that's a time, you know, real stressful. And so I'm trying to protect the other time that we have the family time that we can enjoy together. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's uh, all about what we expect. Also with the understanding, because it's not like we, we have to ignore the fact that they do change when they enter into those teenage states mm-hmm. years, they do change, but it's like our, it's our resistance to them no longer being these little babies that, you know, they do yeah. change. They're trying to become more independent. And as long as we resist that growth, then that's when I think it will become challenging, but, and it's really hard because, you know, you just want them to be like, Oh. You love certain stages, you know, where they just need uh-huh. you and they love you and they listen to you. But, you know, it's also a matter of like, well, and it's not, and like, I do not have the perfect children, you know, like we do have like some behaviors and we have, but I think that's why it's so important for me to have my clear mind and emotions yeah, to deal with those things more peacefully. And, you know, it's, what we bring into that it's not that we are not dealing with stuff and it's not that I don't have some attitude and I you know not dealing with some behaviors but I'm not gonna let that ruin my relationship with them yeah and also like and I can't do that without I cannot do that without having my diet pretty on cue because it affects me so poorly. Yes. You need to have that patience. You need to be mentally well so that you can be there and be patient with them and, you know, talk Mm -hmm. with them as they're going through their own transition and dealing with their own hormones and all of these things that they're confused by. So it's like, we, they need us more than ever to be patient. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cause it's hard for them as well, you know? Yeah. They don't necessarily enjoy but that's why this, that's why this, um, knowing that I have these, this is the biggest thing I feel about this protocol and that I always, I've said this to Bob, I, I say this all the time. I feel like I could just scream from the rooftop. I feel like I have, um, total control over my body and my emotions simply from what I've learned and what I know I can control by my diet. And I don't always make the best choices, but I also know sometimes when I am struggling, it is because of the choices I made. And that's what always brings me right back to what I know I need to do. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it's just so, it empowers you so much to feel like you have those tools that you can actually control yourself. And when you make the bad choices, well, you made that choice also. Yeah. So I'm responsible for that, you know? Yeah. And at least now you know what's causing it. I think that's the hardest part is we don't feel well, we overreact, we 
you know, we are emotional. And then the hardest part is wondering what is wrong with me. But now knowing Mm -hmm. like, oh, it's because I ate that cookie or, you know, it's like now we just know, okay. And we don't get so overwhelmed. Like, well, I don't know what's wrong with me. It's like, now we know what's causing it. And so it doesn't feel so overwhelming. Like it's okay. (laughs) I shouldn't have eaten that. I just feel like I know, I know my body so well now Mm -hmm. um, that, that I can realize those things, you know? Yeah. Yes. That's so good. I love that aspect of ER shred is really, really getting in tune with our bodies. That's been my biggest Mm -hmm. thing. Like I never even knew it was possible to be this in tune with my body to where it's, it's just so, I just know what my body likes and doesn't like. And it's just so Mm -hmm. cool to be that in tune. Just never knew that that was possible. (laughs) I just thought like a doctor (laughs) had to tell me like, what, what should I eat? You know? But yeah, that's really cool. So I want you to now tell us a little bit about some things throughout your entire life. Let's go through all of the things that you are most proud of. Like think of your top three things that you three to five things that you're just so proud of yourself for. I think it's so great to take a moment to praise you for all that you've accomplished Um, or even overcome. Yeah, well, I do. I mean, I am. I am super proud of, um, of our life, like the family that we are creating. Um, and, and I am super proud of me, um, learning my body so well, which leads into, um, I'm also super proud that I have made the choice to not drink alcohol anymore. Um, before I started doing this, it was, um, something that had made its way into my life, like pretty frequently to deal with stress. And, um, even after I did the first protocol and stuff, I still felt like I could do that on occasion. And I just finally realized after you hear like Sean and y'all, everyone say, if something doesn't do your body good, like, why are you putting it in it basically? And it, and it just doesn't serve me well. Like, and so I don't talk about that a lot because I wasn't like an alcoholic. And I know a lot of people deal with that, but it had become pretty frequent in my life. And I realized it was an issue. And um, so I actually have not absolutely drank any alcohol in over a month. Cause like I said, even through this journey, I would drink occasionally, mm-hmm. but it was almost like God showing me every time I did how bad it actually made me feel. Cause a lot of people just tell you, cause it's, you're getting older, alcohol makes you feel different and you have yeah. more of a hangover, even if you don't drink very much, mm-hmm. but like one drink can make me feel terrible. And so mm-hmm. I've really not shared that with anybody or I don't talk about it a whole lot. But it was something I thought I would always have in my life for socially type thing. Mm-hmm. And um, it feels so freeing to be like, no, I don't think I will. Yeah. Yeah, it is really cool for, you know, to be able to. Yeah, that's the thing is I think we for a while would just keep on drinking, even though it made us feel like crap. We still have a glass of wine here and there, but ultimately we know that it's just it's an instant headache for the most part, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. And I'm not a big advocate of rare drinking is wrong and you should never drink. Yeah. I just told my husband the other day, it, it doesn't serve me well. It yeah. doesn't make me feel good. And I know that's so important. And so I can be around it. And my husband, you know, he drinks occasionally and stuff. It doesn't bother me, but, um, and I don't, and, but I am super proud that I can realize that for myself because I've never really done anything like that for myself before. Yes. I mean, I, re- I you agree. Know, accomplished, it, it, yeah. You know, it feels good to be able to let something go that you thought was just really going to be a part of your life <laughs> for the rest of your life. So yeah, yeah I, I can definitely understand how empowering that, that does feel, you know, for me, it was always like, sugar and treats. I just thought there's no way I could ever go without that. And it's been a year and a half. I found, I find, um, my treat options. So I have things that do give me that, um, when I have a sweet tooth, I have things that totally satiate and satisfy that, that sweet tooth. And I'm so proud that I've used those things as opposed to the, the highly processed things. And the it's usually a homemade treat that I make with like, it's like gluten-free or minimal ingredients using like just raw honey or hundred percent maple syrup. So those are the things that give me that, um, that I'm able to use as my, my treats, but I'm just so proud because I've never thought I could ever go without like brownies and cookies. <laughs> those were like my favorite <laughs> ever. And I'm like, I haven't had a brownie or a cookie in a year and a half. And I just never thought that was possible. So it is really cool to be able to see yourself step into this new version of you that you never thought was possible. <laughs> and it's not even a struggle. Yeah. Like I don't, it's not hard right. for me anymore because I have found things that that give me that, you know, it's enough for me that that's sweet enough and right. helps me feel like I'm getting a treat, you know? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah. And I, oh, I'm go. not good at like, I'm not good at um, praising myself either. So I don't really oh. have any major accomplishments that I feel, you know, that I don't know that you want to brag about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll brag about you for a minute then. First, I am proud of you for, you know, the alcohol thing. That is amazing. And the fact that you are, you know, taking it upon yourself to really simplify and organize your home and become family, family focused and family oriented and taking your health that seriously, knowing that it does impact other people. And so all those things right there, like those are all things that I would just be like, Summer, you got, you got it going on. Good job. Like you are doing some awesome things in your life. So I love that. Well, let's finish off by you telling us a little bit more about your faith. It sounds like you, um, you, you know, believe in God and all of that. I'd love to hear more about like how that has benefited your life. Yeah. Um, well, originally when I first started the ER protocol, I, um, I've always been a person who, you know, believed in God and we go to church and we're saved and everything. Um, But my walk with God sometimes feels silent. And sometimes I deal with not feeling like I hear him well. And, you know, it's been a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. And that was another aspect of um, when I first started this, I was able to have my clear mind. So I felt like 
the, my relationship with God, it was always still there. It's not that he wasn't talking to me or loving me, or I just wasn't able to hear or care to, or my emotions were in the way. Mm -hmm. So the, my relationship with God this past year has just flourished and why I have my prayer closet, because I desire that time to hear from him. And I desire that time to um, work on myself. And um, I've done a lot more self-care type things. um, And I am important to do those things, you know, so it's just opened that up um, so much. And, and that is one of the things I have written down that, um, my other goal this year is that God is always my first. Yes, because he is what makes everything so peaceful for me. And so that's what I'm focused on. And that includes all of my health also, because I know to serve him well, also, I have to be healthy to serve my family. Well, I have to be healthy. So um, it just all goes together for me. It's one mm-hmm. big package. I love that. I love how you describe that because I, I totally relate to um, like the way I would describe that is um, it really, sometimes I think people get upset, you know, do, depending on what they believe in, you know, like I feel like if, if it's either God or it's your higher self or spirit guides, you know, whatever you feel is your guiding light, your guiding force. Um I think sometimes people believe like there's something wrong with me because I don't have that connection that other people talk about, or maybe even people think, why isn't, I must not be worthy of God's like guidance or right. whatever. But for me, I I've come to realize that it was not, it was nothing. It had nothing to do with worthiness or the type of person you are or anything. It's just more to do with what you talked about, the noise that we can't it's so much noise from either a bad diet or just not taking care of ourselves mentally, um, being so caught up in our past and our future that we're not in the present moment and we're not able to hear. So it's almost like turning the volume down on the noise from everything else in our lives, all the stress, the things that we're constantly worried about when it comes to our future or the past um, trauma that we just can't seem to let go of. It's like, once we can like, move all that. And it's almost like turning, turning all that noise off so that you can hear God or your higher self or that, that guiding force is, has always been talking to you. It's like that the voice has always always been there. Like now you can actually (laughs) hear it. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Summer. I've sure enjoyed chatting with you. Yeah. So I'm sorry about all the confusion, but I'm so glad we got to talk. Yeah. That's why I like that. This doesn't have to be, I like it to be um, sporadic, these five questions interviews, because I'm not so great at being like every day, every Tuesday, I'm going to be on a call at this time. I need to be a little (laughs) bit more flexible. So I'm more of a flexible person. And so that's why the five questions being sporadic as they are works out really well for me and my personality. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, so fun chatting with you. And also thank you so much for your participation in the group and um, supporting the community. We just really are grateful for people who take the time to really um, support and connect and be a part of the community. So thank you. And we will be putting this up on the ER Shred YouTube channel channel and podcast. So if anyone wants to catch the replay, then you can listen to it there. All right. Thank Thank you you so much, Summer. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye.